Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Let's Talk Life podcast. Um, It's been quite a while since I uploaded. Uh, I hope everyone had a nice holiday season. Um, I'm going to try and be more consistent with uploading. I've been very busy um, back and forth with the holiday and, um, you know, life in general. Um, But today we're going to be talking about something that I really wanted to talk about at some point in the future and I think now is just the perfect time to do so. So today I have my friend Chrissy with me. Hello Chrissy. Hi Bethany, how are you? Good, thanks for doing this with me. Thank you for having me. Of course. So Chrissy and I have been friends for, oh my goodness, how many years? More than 10. It's been so... 2004, how many years ago is that? Oh my god, why do I say more than 10? 15 years? Yeah, we've been friends for a long time. And um, it's funny because we can like not see each other for like a month or two and then like we get back together like no time has passed. Exactly. That's how you know you're friends for life. (laughs) You really are a friend for life. Yes. So, um, Chrissy, just tell a little bit about yourself. Hi, so I'm Chrissy. I... I am a paraprofessional at the Harbor School in Eatontown. I graduated from Georgian Court in May. I, with a psychology degree, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm loving life. I'm just yes. go, going with it. Yes. Just doing me. You go, girl. Um, so today we're going to be discussing something that um, Chrissy has had to um change about her life i guess for how long two years two years wow so um chrissy uh has type one diabetes um and um i unfortunately discovered yesterday that i am insulin resistant borderline diabetic so um we got together to talk about how we are going to you know how our lives are going to be bettered and changed and the transition of creating this healthier lifestyle. So, um, Chrissy, how did you find out that you were diabetic? Okay. So I, it was in 2017, March 17th, 2017, St. Patrick's day. I went to what I thought was a regular doctor's appointment and the doctor took my vital signs and she was so calm and uh when she checked my blood sugar she told me that it was quite high and she wanted to check it again at the end of the appointment but she said that I had to go to the hospital after I was done with her because my blood sugar was at 500 and if I hadn't gone to that doctor's appointment that day my whole life I, I don't know what could have happened I I'm lucky that it got caught when it did. Um, so I went to the hospital right away, and my they um, gave me insulin, and it came down. And they had first diagnosed me as a 1.5 diabetic because I was type one and type two. So, but now they're treating me as a type two diabetic, and it's honestly. Um, I'm looking back at the question, sorry. <laughs> uh, that, that's how I found out. 
going to what I thought was an actual doctor's appointment, uh, going, sorry, going to a doctor's appointment and figuring out then and there that yeah, I was just a diabetic. Yeah, that appointment that you thought just was an just going to be like a checkup. Like, oh, yeah, checkup. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, life works in funny and mysterious ways like that. And everything happens for a reason, I believe. It really does. And it really does. you have people looking out for you. And- I, I did. I did. And I hate going yeah. to doctors. I put that appointment off for so long, but I'm just lucky that it was caught when it was. Yeah. So you were type 1 and type 2 at the same time? Type 1.5. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard of that. It. I didn't either. I didn't so, either. Are you type one or type two? Right now, type two. They're treating me as you were diagnosed as one, though. As one, technically. Yeah. Wow. My dad is a diabetic. My dad is type two, um, so he's not insulin dependent. Um, my grandfather was type two, I believe. My uncle is type two, um, so it runs in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feared that it was going to happen. So what happened with me is last night I found out. From um, I went to go get a physical for my new job, um, and they took my blood, you know, because I needed to get blood work to just check, like, my white blood cells and my red blood cells, and she said everything came out, came back beautifully normal, she said. She said my thyroid was perfect, and I've always known I struggled with losing weight, and when I went to the doctor the other day, she told me that I was obese. And I don't look obese at all. Like, no. yeah, I can afford to lose a few pounds, but I'm definitely not obese. Far from it, no. Yeah. She just said, just by looking at me, she thought I was obese, which I don't know. That just sounded weird to me. And so when she called me back at like 9 o'clock last night, ruining my whole night, um, she told me that my insulin levels, your insulin levels should be between 3 and 8. Mine was 19. And so she said that I am insulin resistant. My pancreas is working so incredibly hard that it's going to burn itself out. And she said that um, the reason why my blood sugar was perfect, it was 92, which is perfect. Mm -hmm. She said that the reason it was perfect is because my my pancreas was working so hard. But she said it's going to just not be able to work as hard anymore. She said... I'm diabetes is right around the corner. She said, you're borderline diabetic. You need to change now. So it's been a very shocking, like 24 hours, not even 24 hours, like 15 hours or whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I, I know I needed to change things. So that's why we're here today and talking about this. All right. So the next thing I wanted to ask you was, was it hard to come to terms with the label of being diabetic. What was that like for you? I, when I found out that I was a diabetic, I didn't know entirely what it meant. My, I do have relatives who have diabetes. Uh, so I knew a little bit about it. But when I was told that I would have to change my whole lifestyle and what I ate and everything, I, I was upset. I cried. I I was disappointed in myself. I blamed myself for the longest time. I still do blame myself to this day. I I had my own pity party, in all honesty. Uh-huh. I um it was definitely hard to come to terms with it, but I did come to terms with it. And I've changed my life for the better. I look back at photos of myself and I'm like, wow, why did I like how did I end up the way that I ended up before I was diagnosed? And then I changed myself for the better and I still am working on losing weight and becoming healthier and happier but um it was definitely hard to come to terms with the label 
You so. look so good, though. Like, every time I see that. you, I'm just, like, in such awe Stop. of you. You are such a hero. <laughs> like, Stop. you're my inspiration. I hope to inspire others. I, I really do. I want to. I do. You don't even have to be diagnosed with anything to change your lifestyle. You could, And plus, <laughs> you want to prevent things like this from happening because my parents always warned me. I eat a lot of carbohydrates. That's my favorite thing in the world because I'm allergic to so many other things and Mm -hmm. I'm lactose intolerant that carbs were where I gravitated to. Mm -hmm. And now my world has changed being told that I can not really eat them anymore, you know? But, uh, so what was the hardest thing about the lifestyle change? Was it the food? Was it the exercising? What was it? In all honesty, Ooh, that's hard. I probably would say the food because I'm such a foodie. I'm (laughs) such a foodie. Me too. I have such a sweet tooth. I honestly, I I just, I love food. So uh, I was like, well, I can't eat this and I can't eat that. Like I can't eat pasta. I can't eat rice. I can't eat bread. I can't have ice cream. And I thought that I couldn't have that stuff anymore. And what the doctor said, my endocrinologist, she was like, it's not that you can't have this stuff, but it's having proportions. Like how? It's watching your proportions and sizing things out and measuring things out before you have them. Mm-hmm. And it's allowing yourself to have these foods because if I don't allow myself to have ice cream or pasta or It'd different things, then like I'll want it so badly and I'll just like go after it one day and it'll just be like, I can't think of the word, but like I'll go, I'll like, I'll spiral downwards. Yeah. You know, like, like I'll want it so badly and you'll have the craving I'll, and then I'll you'll crave just... it. I'll crave it. And then I'll just go after it. Yeah. That's the word craving. And then Thank it'll you. just all, yeah, it'll all go downhill from there. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, Moderation yeah. is key. Moderation. It is. It is key. It is. Yeah. See, I don't really eat poorly to begin with. I love food, mm-hmm. but I don't really eat poorly. I love vegetables. I eat salad. I mean, four times a week. I love salad. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I eat fruit. I think the problem with me, though, is that I do have portion control issues. I eat way too much in one sitting instead of, you know, having a second helping. I'll have a third, you know, things like that. I have to I have to start watching. And also I'm thinking about taking on intermittent fasting, which, um, you know, you only eat between a certain between certain hours. So, you know, for work, I have to get up at like 6.30. So only eating between 6.30 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. Don't, and that's a big thing, right, for for diabetics. My dad, being diabetic, he always says he can't eat too late or too close to going to bed. Yeah. I mean, that's not good for anybody, but I know it raises your sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's something that's honestly been hard for me to do too because I've started working I have a job now and if I eat too late I'll be too tired and I have to check my blood sugar before I go to bed and if I don't then it's a problem but there have been nights where I've eaten too late and then I fall asleep right after I eat and I don't check my blood sugar and it's a pattern that I've noticed and it's bad and I have to get out of it so it's important to not eat too late so I remember when in the beginning, when you told me that you were diagnosed, you had to check your blood. No, not check your blood sugar. You had to, maybe it was, or um, give yourself insulin in the middle of the night. I used to have to give myself. You don't have to do that anymore? I do not, no. Oh, that's I good. check my blood sugar before and after every meal. But yeah, I do not have to give myself 
insulin in the middle of the night or even check my blood sugar in the middle, middle of the night. It used to drop significant, significantly, but it just it doesn't. So You still have to give yourself insulin, right? I do. I do give myself insulin. I have, I'm, I'm using a pen right now. I eventually might move to uh, something else. But yeah, I'm using a pen and needles and um, giving myself finger pricks to check my blood sugar levels. And I check those before and after every meal. Good for you, though, and for managing it. I know so many people our age, like I know a couple people our age that were born with it or diagnosed young and they don't give themselves insulin. Like they just don't do anything. That's so dangerous. It is. It is. I have family in South Africa who have diabetes. They just don't, don't, they don't have to take care of it. And it's upsetting. It's like I want to help them. I, I don't know what I can do. I'm their niece, but. It's, yeah. It's, no, I know. I don't know sad it's sad that people don't take care of it but i mean it's expensive and it's like it's not like oh i'm sure ridiculous but i'm sure it's expensive that could be part of the reason why people don't take care of it but yeah probably sad people also just don't like to come to terms it's true with the fact that anything could be wrong with them it's definitely true that is but you know if a doctor tells you something face the facts you gotta gotta help yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um has anything about this experience with diabetes been rewarding for you can't just think about the negatives. You have to think about how there are positive things about, you know, how these things shape you as a as a person. It's true. Definitely. Literally actually shape me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look back on photos of myself and I'm like, wow, like, how did I get so big? In all honesty, it's on. It's, it's just sad. Um, I, I feel like this experience has been rewarding for me because I've lost so much weight. I used to weigh, I would say 180, 190 pounds. I now am around 150, 149, awesome. 148 in th- that range. And I still do have to lose weight, I understand. But like losing the weight and going through the process of loving the gym and just being a lot healthier about working out and about myself, I just feel like a better person. So I feel like that's been the most rewarding experience and just being like advocating for myself and for other people too. I've like, that's rewarding as well because I'm able to inform others about what I've been through and how they can help themselves before they get to the point that I was at or am at. Yeah. That's why when I found out last night, I was like, I need Chrissy. I need her to help me because yeah, like my dad's diabetic, but he doesn't really take care of himself. He works out. Um, he he's in a bowling league he was going on the treadmill every single day for like an hour but our treadmill actually just broke like two weeks ago okay okay but he said he's thinking of joining the uh you know the gym my brother goes to the gym all the time so he's like you know what i'm gonna start going too and that's why i think i'm gonna start going as well um but my dad doesn't eat right i mean he eats he eats fine for lunchtime. He has a salad or, you know, something like kind of small. But at dinner, that's when he caves. Mm-hmm. That is when mm-hmm. he caves. Dinner, he'll have a hamburger. He'll have spaghetti. He'll have, you know, things that he shouldn't be eating. And, like, I love burgers. Like, but, like, I've changed, like, instead of having, part, like, a, the top bun or the bottom bun, like, I'll have, if I want two burgers, like, I'll take the one bun and I'll just split it in half oh like that kind of thing instead of having like two buns double yeah exactly because I like I do love bread 
Um, I do too. Uh, like, carbs are so great, but they like they're not. I love all. pasta. Yeah. Like pasta mm-hmm. is my favorite food on the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any shape or form. Or sauce or anything. I just love pasta so much. That's and that's amazing. going to be hard to cut down. But I do eat way too much of it. You know, there are seven days in a week. How many days do you think a normal person eats pasta? One? Two, maybe? Maybe two. Maybe. Two. I eat pasta probably about five days a week. It's, it's <laughs> quick and easy to make. I mean, It is. But... I just have to put it on the stove. I can see now... Boil water. Where I need to, I need to hold back. I don't eat sweets though. I am not a sweets person. I don't love candy. Mm-hmm. Never did. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I like candy. Like, <laughs> you know, PMS. You're like, I oh, want of all of the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'm not. I'm not crazy about sweets. Mm-hmm. I feel like something else that's been rewarding too, though, throughout this experience. I used to. When I was in high school, I fell down the stairs, and I've had a I had a foot problem for the longest yeah. time. Um, but now I'm able to run run on the elliptical and the treadmill, and I just like I feel like a whole a whole new person. Yeah, and that's just it's rewarding to see that whole big change. I've too. been using um my Fitness Pal. Okay. Okay. And that is a really great app because um, I can't even remember who told. Oh, my friend Alyssa told me about it. Um. She's kind of like a gym rat and she loves, you know, nutrition and stuff like that. So she told me about my fitness pal and it helps you. You put in your weight, your height, how much weight you want to lose and like what medications you're taking. So you it factors in all these things and it tells you how many calories in a day you can eat. So it'll say like, you know, you have... 1,080 calories to eat today or something. And then every time you put something in for breakfast or, you know, it subtracts, but it also, it tells you at the top, like, you know, how many more you have to go. And if you exercise, I've noticed that the calorie intake is, it kind of raises. So if I eat, you know, if I, if I, over the summer I was dancing like a lot because I was in a show. So I was eating like watermelon for breakfast and then so it would say like 1,080 calories minus, I don't know, the 70 calories for watermelon and it tells you like 1,000, you know, 10 calories left to go and then I would put in danced for two hours and then it'd be like, oh, you can eat more now. So That's interesting. Yeah, it's a really cool app. It's I've a really cool app. That. My Fitness Pal. Oh, well. My Fitness and, Pal. Um, it has all different kinds of exercise options. If you walk, it tells you how many calories you burn. It's really cool. I'm thinking about getting myself that. a Fitbit for my birthday. It tracks your sleep because I also saw. Can we talk? Can we talk about this a little bit? Of course. How important sleep is for diabetics? Can you please inform us a little bit on that? Because I read a lot about that. What have you read about sleep for diabetics? If you don't get a normal sleep cycle if you oversleep that's bad or um if you don't get a normal sleep cycle if your sleep cycle is all over the place Mm -hmm. that can Mm -hmm. like mess with your sugar Mm -hmm. yeah no it can and actually at first like before I was diagnosed as as a diabetic I had all the pre-warning signs and my, my mom knew that something was up too so I was constantly like in bed and tired and I was fatigued yeah, uh, me. and like 
there are days when I still want to be in bed and I do allow myself to not spend all day in bed but to sleep a little bit more because you do have I I need those days everybody does but uh sleep is definitely important as a diabetic but like for anybody sleep is important um if I don't get the sleep it my blood sugar is definitely thrown off uh but that's the same thing it'll be thrown off if I don't have a meal or if I don't uh yeah any sort of change like that any kind of change going to South Africa like flying in the plane for so long affected my blood sugar like it it just I don't don't know how it affected my blood sugar but it just had an effect on it so (laughs) my endocrinologist was like don't be alarmed if your blood sugar is higher just know that it might go up when you travel so I was like thank you for telling me that you know know, that's really interesting I've heard a lot of things about traveling can affect you in so many ways Mm -hmm. there's the time difference there's Mm -hmm. the altitude Mm -hmm. um yeah it can affect your body a lot yeah 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 and I I didn't (laughs) know know that or think about that every time i go away not to be like tmi every time i travel by plane i get my period Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time or i get cramps or something and then once i go home it's like nope you're good now every time and i read that actually it can it can affect your body like that it can affect it in so many ways you can get a cold you can get a fever it's so strange that is when i traveled to japan it was a 14 hour flight I was so messed up. Oh my gosh, when I got there. But yeah, I like I I I don't know. I I I researched a lot when I got home about how it can how it can affect your your body. But I did read yesterday about sleeping um cuz you know, like I'm a teacher. I work the week, you know, we're both in the school district. Mm-hmm, so we both mm-hmm. work 5 days a week. Yeah early in the morning yeah and then there's the weekend where you can sleep in a little bit so mm-hmm. you're like okay i can you know catch up on sleep but i heard that that's actually very bad it's still staying on the schedule for eating and checking blood sugar and that's important for me as a diabetic um yeah i'm sp- like ha- having breakfast at the same time every day or trying to at least is important routine. Ha- i do being, like routine. being that routine being but in a routine and like it's it's so hard <laughs> i and I'll, I'll i'm admitting to it at first i don't wake up as early as i do on the weekends as i do during the week i just don't who wants to and not me <laughs> give, who wants to get up at 6 30 i give credit to anybody who does i really do what time do you get up during the week during the week i'm up before six because it, do, it does take me what time does your school start i'm at work before eight. Oh, um, but I, it takes me uh, my hair is ridiculous in the morning. I, I <laughs> trying to maintain the mane, girl. When I tell you, it it's ridiculous. It's just maintaining the mane for oh Chrissy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be another episode. No, <laughs> um, yeah. I I'm I'm up. I shower in the morning. I do different things. Sometimes I go to the gym in the morning. But wow, really? I do in the morning. In the morning before work. Yes. See, that's dedication. I will never get there. <laughs> I will never go to the gym in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I will not. I do not wake up as early as I do on the weekends as I do on the weekends. I knew something was up, though, because I actually went and got blood work done in May because I thought I had Lyme's disease or Bartonella. So my brother has Lyme's disease. My mom is convinced she has Lyme's disease. We had all the symptoms. My doctor told me 
that I had all the symptoms, so she did a test. And I got it done twice, and it came back negative. And apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but I was told by one of my doctors, who's pretty Lyme literate, that there's a female hormone that cancels out or, like, battles a Lyme, like, a Lyme hormone or cell or whatever it is that sometimes shows up makes it show up negative several times and it takes a while for it to show up positive so I was super convinced that I had Lyme disease because I see my brother who you know is uh 18 years old and was diagnosed at like 14 was in bed all the time having achy joints that's what I have I have really achy joints really bad when it rains oh my gosh forget my knees I'm sleeping like I sleep all the time I could sleep for like three days if you'd let me mm-hmm. and I'm always tired of some sort always fatigued so I really thought I had Lyme's disease and so when I had the blood work done she was like no you're you're good so that's why I thought you know I was like I I, I don't know what's going on and then when I finally got my blood work results back last night it's all making sense mm-hmm. that my that I'm insulin resistant mm-hmm so, right now, I'm not there yet. I, You know, I'm not diabetic, but I'm extremely close. And I kind of, I felt my heart sink into my stomach. I felt my world turn upside down and change. Because this can really affect you in so many ways. You can develop PCOS. You can become infertile. Like, there are so many scary things mm-hmm. that I'm terrified for. So... She told me, she's like, you need to work out three times a week minimum. And she was like, I want you to be panting. I want you to be, you know, not able to breathe <laughs> pretty much. But I have asthma, so I'm a little little nervous. And you have asthma. I have asthma. So how do you work around the asthma when you're working out? I'm so hard on myself when I work out. I, I will run for half an hour and then walk for 10 minutes and run again for 20 minutes. That's great. On... No, that's good. You need to cool down. Yeah. You know, you need some time to cool down. Yeah, yeah. And I do need time to cool down, but I don't... I guess I'm so strict with myself. I just don't allow myself that time to cool down. Um, But if I... You run for 20 minutes? I run for 20 minutes at the end. I... That I, I just you should be myself. proud of because I have never been able to run. I can run for maybe two minutes and that's it. I cannot run. It's it's hard. It's it's hard. It's still hard for me. And there are times when I definitely you have to push myself. But uh, I I just I I just remind myself that I have a goal in mind, and my goal is to burn calories and to lose weight and to be healthy, and that's just do you ever pull the inhaler out <laughs> i there are, are there are times when i do have to get off and take my inhaler and then do do something else but um i shouldn't put myself at danger like that because it's not good at all yeah i shouldn't put my uh breathing at danger in, in risk. no absolutely, absolutely i not. told her that too i was like well I, i'm asthmatic she's like i want you using that inhaler then I was it's like, important oh. to remember the inhaler and my, my medication when I go to the gym because there are times when I'll feel my blood sugar drop as I'm running and 
I have to go and check my, my blood sugar if I feel it drop. I'm scared. It's, like, I'm so nervous. It's just remembering to have it everywhere. And there are times when I forget it. And it's just, Ugh. like, it's like, Chrissy, like, you have to remember this. <laughs> like My dad has, what is the little thing, the finger prick machine? What is it called? Something-ometer or something? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking I know, about. I know what you're talking about. My dad has che- checked my sugar mm-hmm. before, and it's always been either a little bit low mm-hmm. or good. I always thought I was hypoglycemic because my, my sugar was always low, but I guess not anymore. I'm going to be working on it. This is something I'm going to be working on. I just, I feel... I know I'm not alone, but I feel alone. You know what I mean? A glucometer. Glucometer. That makes called. sense because glucose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Chrissy was helping me. You know, we just went to lunch. We had a healthy lunch. Um, she was helping me figure out what I can and what I can't eat. So it's nice to know that I have other people. I'm here for you. Around. I really Thank am. you. You're, you're not alone through this whatsoever. It's nice to know that I have other people around that are going to be supportive my parents, I think, are kind of just like in a little bit of shock because they both keep telling me, no, get a second opinion, which, yeah, I get. I get that. I'm going to get a second opinion, but I have a feel like my mom's a nurse and she kind of has a hard time realizing that anything's wrong with any of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it took me years to convince her, like, listen like i have anxiety and and it's not that she doesn't love me or she doesn't care she does it's just that i think it's very hard for anybody to come to terms with the fact that something might be wrong with their kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my dad being diabetic this makes a lot of sense because he always warned me when you know he always warned me he still does all the time like you're gonna end up diabetic i don't want you to end up diabetic like make sure you you know you gotta exercise and so I'm going to start joining the gym and picking up maybe some fun exercise hobbies. I used to do cheerleading. I loved that. I used to do yoga. I dance here and there. I took dance classes. You know, I would love to pick up something fun again. Like I wish it was summer and I could swim, but, but there are the gyms with the pools. There are the so gyms with the pools. I got to like start. Let's come to the Y with me. Let's I, go for a swim. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let me know when. I'm down. I'm I'll happily take you. Let's do it. Yes. We will. We will. They have a heated pool. Are they open Sundays? They're open Sundays. We should do like Sunday morning. Like every Sunday morning we should do like something together. I would love that. I would. I really need to because I know me and I'm the kind of person that's just like, do I really want to give up? my lifestyle even if the doctor's like you're gonna die like you need to you need to help yourself i'm still the kind of person that'd be like yeah i'll get around to it (laughs) no i'm gonna help you i'm gonna help you undo this i will it's laziness because also i just need that that push i feel like i can't do it by myself because then you're more likely to cave Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i'm here to push you i am (laughs) Thank you. As a friend. As a friend. I had another question, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so the last, well, the last one that I had planned, I mean, we can always, you know, continue discussion, was, um, oh, is there a history of diabetes in your family? I remember you, you kind of covered that. So my grandfather, my on my mom's side, my mom's father has ha- had diabetes. He was a type 2 diabetic. And then... My grandfather, sorry, not my grandfather, relatives on my father's side of the family, so like uncles of mine, yeah, 
um, have diabetes. And I know that my grandfather on my mom's side took care of it, but I don't think that my relatives on my father's side take care of their diabetes. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate. It's very upsetting when I heard that. But I, I'm not entirely sure if they still aren't taking care of it or if they started to take care of it or not. Uh, but they know that I'm a diabetic and they know that I take care of mine. So I'm hoping that I can inspire them to take care of theirs. It seems it's, like it's more common in men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that a thing? I've heard different things. I do think that, that it is more common in men. I'm not entirely sure. All the but... people in my family with diabetes are men. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I know that there, you know, there's also gestational diabetes, which that's something I'm working on trying to avoid mm-hmm. like i don't want to you know i don't want to have diabetes while i'm pregnant even if a lot of the time when you have gestational diabetes it actually goes away like once you have the baby you don't have the diabetes anymore or it can stay with you and just become diabetes but yeah it actually you can have gestational diabetes just for the gestation of your pregnancy and that's it it's interesting yeah um but I'm trying to avoid that. Now that I'm, you know, a quarter of a century years old, <laughs> I'm trying to don't let this, get myself. Don't let this be your quarter life crisis. It is my quarter life crisis. 2019 <laughs> has been my quarter life crisis. It is. It's been a really rough year. This year can kick rocks. But now that I'm at that age where I'm like, okay, I'll be 30 in like five years. I need to you know, start getting myself in shape because 35 comes along, 45 comes along, 55. And no, it's never too late, but I'd rather start now. Mm -hmm. The doctor even said to me the other day, she said, I'd rather be having this conversation with you as a 24-year-old than a 34-year-old. It's true. It's true. true. So I feel like, I feel like this is a wake-up call. To get my act together. And I I really am planning on changing. It just... You need that push. And I'll, I'll, I'll be that friend scary. who gives you that push. It It's definitely scary. It I still struggle with it. I, I still am scared about the rest of my life. And living with it for the rest of my life. I just... It's scary. You have I, to live with it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. There are days when I question how I'm going to do it. I cry about it. I, It's hard. But I'm trying my best. And um, yeah... So when people tell you, when when people tell you about diabetes, do they tell you what to look out for as well? Have they told you warning signs of like symptoms? Symptoms. <coughs> Actually, not really. Just I've noticed things with my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was urinating a lot. That, yeah, yeah. Um, he was drinking a lot of like yeah, yeah. fluid. He doesn't really drink water, which he should. My dad doesn't like water. He drinks a lot of um, diet soda. Okay. Not right. good. Yeah. But <coughs> I noticed that things like that, he was very tired. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. But just just wa- just from observing my dad, I think, alone. Yeah, yeah. My no, grandfather sure. died of, pan- of pancreatic cancer. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. scary mm-hmm. that this is... You know, and, and this this sounds stupid maybe, but last night when I was driving the car after I found out, the first thing that came in my head was, wow, 
I never thought about how I was going to die, but now I realized it could be pancreatic cancer or pan- something with my pancreas. I know that that's like scary to think about, but that's the first thing that crossed my mind was, wow, everybody else in my family has this problem. I never thought it would happen to me. It's true. People, you don't think about it until it happens. Yeah. You don't. And it's not, it's not that anybody's self-centered. It's just, it, you don't think about you don't it. Think? You, you don't yeah, want right. to think, you don't want to think that about it. Right. You don't want to think that exactly. it's be you. How much water do you drink a day? I drink a lot of water. I don't necessarily know how much I drink. I do have a bottle from the college that I went to, and I fill it up. And when I'm done with it, I refill it, and then I drink the whole thing again. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. I have um, I have a lot of refillable water bottles, but my family buys plastic bottles of water, mm-hmm. and so I do drink a lot of those. I know I I'm I'm gonna start cutting them out completely because it's you know not good for the environment and whatnot, but. Um, also, I think it's easier with the plastic bottles of water. I think this is what it, what it boils down to. I think it's been easier for me to keep track of how much I'm drinking. You're drinking. With these, because it tells you it's, you know, 16.9 fluid ounces. And then you can just say like, oh, I drank three bottles today. Mm -hmm. Which my drinking water schedule is inconsistent too, because some days I'll drink two or one or two bottles. That's it. Some Mm -hmm. days I'll drink five or six. Mm Mm-hmm. My mom drinks about 12 to 13 bottles a day. Wow. She drinks a lot of water. That's and she's good. always in the bathroom. But it's good. It's good to filter your organs like that. And I was always worried about water weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But somebody told me something about water weight not being a real thing. Or like water weight. Like if you drink too much water, it's something. I don't, I don't remember, but it has to do with retaining water from foods or like salty foods it has to do with like what you're eating like you're not just maintaining water weight just from drinking a bunch of water it's also like if you're eating too much sodium or that can impact it okay that's interesting so like chinese food i know for a fact Mm -hmm. makes you retain a lot of water yeah yeah but if you're eating you know a salad that's not going to make you retain a lot of water. I don't think that yeah. It would. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Like, I would love to see a nutritionist. They're just so expensive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think that they're covered by insurance. Have you seen okay. a nutritionist? I have not seen a nutritionist. No, I've definitely have thought about it. Not a whole lot. But I, I would like to see a nutritionist talk to one about what I can eat. Anything. Working out. Anything. Um, having that support just helps. <coughs> it helps. It really does. I'm so proud of you, though. I appreciate you saying you've that. Been, you've been, like, so... You're such a superhero. Like, I remember how scared you were in the beginning, and I was scared for you, I remember. And then... But, like, it seems like nothing's changed. Like, we still, you know, like, when, we're, when we hang out, it's still, like, nothing's it's, changed. It's like we can go out to eat. Yeah, we, we can still go out to eat. We can go to Panera. We can go to our favorite places. Oh, Panera is our date spot. It really is. That's I, our spot. I don't go there without you. Yeah. I really don't. If I ever do, I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait. I haven't gone there in months. No, I really I haven't. I go there with Jack occasionally. He's not, like, crazy about him. It kind of upsets his stomach. Okay, okay. But whenever I'm there, I'm like, this feels wrong. <laughs> 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 no, it's... Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. When I was in college, though, I used to go with my roommate all the time. That was like our spot. But then when I was here, it was it's us. That's that's our spot. 
Oh, we can still go. I got $75 worth of Panera gift cards this Christmas. We're going to see each other Isn't that more awful? Often. What does that say about me? We're going to go more often. People just know that you love it. People know see, that you love I, Panera. And I love chocolate, like I said. Have you ever heard of the melting pot? I have heard of that. Where you, like, do the fondue? Yes. Oh, wait. You, didn't we go to? Did we go together? I was. You invited me. I couldn't right. make it. I couldn't, couldn't make it. Go, right. But I, I really... We, we need to go. I want to go really, really bad soon. Let's do it. I've never gone. I've never gone. I'm like, now I'm like, can I eat the sweets? So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to like eat really healthy. And then that's going to be like my day where I can reward myself. You got to reward yourself. You can't just go cold turkey. No, you can't. With anything. With anything, you can't go cold turkey. Yeah. You can't. I'm hoping this helps my body image too because I've never had a, I've never had a good body image. I've always hated my body and i've always you know I'm, i don't like the way i look everybody's like that i feel like everybody has insecurities about their body i just i never i was always told by you know i was bullied i was told by family members and stuff that like oh you're 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 too overweight and while i'm like i want people to mind their own business it just you know it really hurt and so i'm hoping that losing weight and having a healthier body, like, you know, eating healthier, is also going to help my self-image. It definitely will. It definitely will. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. I, like I've said multiple times, I'm still working on myself. I'm still going to the gym. I'm still eating yeah. a lot better. But I still do look in the mirror. And I'm still not happy with where I'm at. And there are definitely days where I'll eat better than I should yeah. or worse than I should. But, um... It like it it's it's so important to be your best friend and just to still love yourself because yeah. like you've all these other supporters but you're, you're your biggest supporter and and you're at the you end only of the get day one body it's true it's true it's true you only get one body like I'm all that I have even though I have support so it's yeah, right I have to take care of it I do I have so many health problems and people think I'm like lying or like over-exaggerating all the time. And I'm like, no, I really have, like, so many health problems because it's because... I feel like because my dad has so many health problems and it's carried down. Like, I have Raynaud syndrome. I don't know where the heck that came from. It's poor blood circulation. Okay, okay. Now I'm insulin resistant. Uh, I have severe allergies, like, to the point where I have an Epi... I should have an EpiPen. I don't because they're really expensive, but I should because I'm highly allergic to tree nuts. Um, I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, I have a bunch of mental friends, you know, that shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, but it's, I feel like once, what do they say? Healthy body, healthy, like, mind or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping that this is just, this is not going to be a sad like, oh, you can't eat this, you can't do this. I want it to be more like a, well, because you're changing, this is what's going to happen, and you're going to you're gonna lose weight, and you're going to feel better. I want it to be a positive experience. And, like, it's true. Like, once I started to lose weight, I did start feeling better. And that's another thing, too, though. Like, it's not that you can't eat these things. It's about having the proportions and doing, yeah. having things in moderation. So just know that you are allowed to still eat pasta. Yeah. But... Just it's gonna take a while 
and we'll do it to, we'll do it together yes. we will we will we'll go to the store together we'll do different things together yes I'm i need to go you. grocery shopping and eventually and you know we'll do it we'll do it yes we will It'll well i just want to thank you so much for talking with me about this thank you for having me it's very me. informative I, I hope that i was helpful to you and to others who may be diabetic or are on the verge of <laughs> being diagnosed as a diabetic or just wanted to know more about diabetes. I hope that I was helpful and gave you information that can help you and was informative. So thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you for and your time. I'm hoping that on my end over here, if anybody's experiencing the same thing or even if you're not, you know, and you just want to change your life, you know, change your ways of your eating habits or your exercise habits. It's never too late. It's never too early. Just, you know, if you really want to make those changes in your life, you really should because it'll make you feel better, I guess. I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> it will. It will make you feel yeah. better. It does. Well, it does. thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Bethany, here. for having me. Hope everybody had a very uh, happy holiday, whatever you may celebrate. And... I wish you all a very happy, healthy, safe new year. Remember, don't drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. <laughs> Please don't do that. Call a friend if you need one. Or an Uber. We got or all these. Uber. Or Lyft. True. We got all these, you know, different things. Call me. Even if you don't know me that well, I will go pick you up. I promise. Because I'd rather you be in my car throwing up than not exactly. alive. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or in jail. Okay. Or, or ruining someone else's life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh... But yes, uh, everybody have a very healthy, happy new year and take care of yourselves. You are your only, you only get one body and you are your biggest supporter. It's right? true. It's true. <laughs> All righty. Happy new year. Yes. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.